Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends. Guys, welcome back to our slash entitled people, where people think the world revolves around them and that nobody else matters. Like the Karen in this episode, who calls police to have a manager arrested for messing up her order. Guys, the stories today will leave you shaking your head. So sit back, kick your feet up, and enjoy. And remember to subscribe if you haven't already. Okay, so I'm a 31-year-old single guy who lives alone in an apartment complex. I've lived there for six years. My neighbor across the hall is a woman around my age or a little younger. And I actually don't know her first name, but I'll call her Katie. Now, Katie lives across the hall from me diagonally, and she has for about two years. We exchange hellos, but we're not friendly, which is how it is with most of my neighbors. So, I don't know how to cook, and due to losing one of my part-time gigs, I don't have as much money for takeout anymore. I'm getting really sick of eating cheap fast food or box mac and cheese. I'm gaining weight, and I never feel great. Now this is where Katie comes in. I can always smell her cooking from the hall, and it always smells amazing. Now, I know it's not the other person at the end of the hall, because it's a single old man. I've even complimented it a few times. So I get the idea that I'd offer her some money each week to cook a little extra and bring it to me. Or I can even pick it up from her. My thinking is that she's cooking food anyway, so this way I'd get varied, presumably delicious food. So I asked her the next time I saw her and she looked surprised and said she couldn't because she's too busy. Which doesn't make sense to me because she cooks almost every day, but okay. So the next time I see her a few days later, I asked her if she was sure and then I upped the amount I was offering, and she still declined. She said she was sure, and that it was really rude of me to ask, and that she's not a housekeeper for hire, and I should get a housekeeper if that's what I want. She also called me a stranger, even though we've talked in the halls before. Overall, she's made me feel like a big jerk, and really embarrassed for even asking her. And also a little mad, because she was acting like I was being creepy, which I wasn't. Trust me, she's not my type. I think asking her to split cooking wasn't completely outlandish. She cooks every day anyway, so it wouldn't be hard to make a little bit more, right? Now, I think it's super entitled to expect Katie to just cook for him, and that he thinks since he's tossing money at her that she should cook for him, as she cooks every day anyway. Like, the guy doesn't even know her name, and he proposes this ridiculous arrangement. For sure he'll come off as a creep. Like, at least take the time to learn someone's name and befriend them before asking something this wild. Either that or learn how to cook. Okay, so let me tell you about the time that my entitled idiot neighbor tried to get me arrested for not shoveling his snow. So where I live, we get a lot of snow. And during the lovely month of December, there was a stretch where it kept snowing for like three days straight and we got about five feet of snow in total. So right beside me lives an elderly man who my wife and I are friends with. I would shovel his portion of the sidewalk for him as he can't. Now, he usually tries to give me money for it, but I decline, as I do it for him because he can't. So on this one snowy stretch while I was outside shoveling snow, the idiot on the side of me saw and basically yelled at me to come clear his snow as well. Now, this guy's literally the scum on my block, and everybody hates him. 
He's called the police a ton of times for no real reason, and he slams the door on Girl Scouts selling cookies. So he's a monster. The guy calls me over and says, Hey, you shoveled for that house, so why aren't you doing mine? I told him I didn't want to because it's not my responsibility. He then says that he'll call 911 for refusing to shovel his snow. I then tell him that this is why nobody likes him as a neighbor and why I didn't want to do him a favor. After that, he starts yelling more. My dad hears him and tells him to stop, and then he screams at my dad, claiming that I'm a terrible son and neighbor for not wanting to clear his snow for him. So I get sick of him and promptly go home and make myself a cup of hot cocoa and relax for the night. I then waited for police, but they never came. Now, if I was in OP's situation, I definitely would have let him call the police. If he just calls the police on every single thing, I'm pretty sure it's going to come to a point where he might get ticketed for abusing 911. <laughs> I also love how OP straight up told him that nobody likes him. Like, you gotta hit him where it hurts, right? So a bit of background. I'm a new law enforcement officer at my agency, and it's my first month out on my own. It was near the end of my 12-hour shift, and it was a busy day. I had lots of reports and calls. So my dispatch sends out a call to a local fast food Mexican place about a woman who was calling to have a cop show up. It wasn't in my area, but I was the closest unit, so I picked it up. And boy, did I regret it. I arrive on scene, and I met everybody involved. There was a Karen mom, her daughter, and the manager. The mom and daughter are waiting in the dining area with the manager by the counter. So I approached her and said, Hello ma'am, I'm OP and you called to speak to a law enforcement officer. Karen immediately cuts me off and says, About damn time you showed up. I demand you arrest the manager of this place. Now of course I asked her, Okay, what did he or she do to you? Karen says, He tried to poison my daughter and he won't give me a refund on my food. I then asked her, How did he try to poison your daughter? She says, We are vegans, and this man put meat in her food. When I demanded a refund, he refused. I want him arrested now. So I then go to the manager and start to speak to him about what happened. I asked him, so what happened today? He then tells me the woman comes in, orders a meal, and then in a mix-up, she gets the wrong order. The mom then goes ballistic, and she approaches the counter and starts cussing out the employees. And then she throws the food on the wall. He said when he offered to replace the meal, she calls him a racial slur, and then she called police to have him arrested. I then look over the manager's shoulder, and there's food on the wall from where she threw it. Now, the problem is, I can't make the restaurant give her money back, because that's a civil issue, so I have no legal authority on the matter. So I go back to my patrol car, and I get the corporate number for the restaurant. I then go talk to the woman who was talking to her daughter about how mommy was going to take care of everything. I said to her, ma'am, this is the number to the corporate office, as this is a civil matter. I have no legal authority to force a private business to do anything, and the manager didn't commit any crime. At this, Karen screams and says, what? Did you not hear me? He tried to poison my daughter. Arrest him. Now, I had to take a step back at this point, because she was screaming in my face. I can see her daughter turning bright red. I then say to the woman, ma'am, from what I'm told, he mistakenly gave you the wrong order. He attempted to fix it, and you refused to accept it. Your dietary preference was violated, but there was no attempt to poison you or your daughter. At this point, she tells me that she wants to speak to my supervisor. I, of course, then put on the radio for my supervisor, but they're busy with a shift change. I then look at the manager who walked up to me with that I'm tired of this lady crap look in his face. The manager tells me that he would very much like this lady to leave, and I said I can remove her for trespassing if you'd like. The manager then smiles and says yes. My supervisor arrives on scene a little while later, and I explain what was happening and what the manager wanted. 
My supervisor then walks to the woman and he speaks to her. He then comes back over to me, holding back laughter. He tells me that Karen said that I was unprofessional, cussed at her, and called her a vegan bitch to her face, and asked for my information so she could file a formal complaint against me. My supervisor shrugged it off, as he could tell that the woman was a little bit out of control and clearly trying to get me in some sort of trouble. So the manager filled out the paperwork to have her removed from the property. I then say to her, Ma'am, as I said before, this is a civil matter, but you've been trespassed from this property and you have to leave, or you'll be subjected to arrest. Karen then shouts at me, I'm a tax-paying citizen of this country. That stupid racial slur is probably an illegal. You should be arresting him. I can't believe you guys aren't doing your jobs. Now what happened next makes the story crazy. So the daughter who's been silent for the whole time finally stands up and speaks, Mom, cut the crap. You're making it way worse than it needs to be. The daughter then looks at me and says, Mom eats meat all the time. Now all of us were in complete disbelief at what she said, and the woman turns bright red and she walks out of the restaurant. The restaurant manager thanks us and I finally get to leave after surviving my first encounter with a Karen. Guys, what a wild story with a wonderful twist at the end. Imagine getting called out by your own daughter as a fake vegan. Honestly, I can't even say I'm surprised at that. And I sure as heck hope the daughter didn't get an earful on that car ride home. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So after reading and listening to stories from the subreddit for over a year now, I've dreamed of the day that I'd encounter a Karen or an entitled parent in the wild. Never expecting it to happen, but today was the day, and boy, what an encounter it was. So for a little background, my grandma works on a medium-sized dairy farm as a kind of a manager, and I, an 18-year-old female, help her out from time to time. Now, we have a thing called a milk filling station. It's basically a vending machine where you can buy fresh milk from us, and it's one euro per liter. We are located on a hill, a little outside a small village, surrounded by meadows and forests, so we do get some hikers or families on a nice walk from time to time, especially on the weekends. And they usually look at the calves and buy some milk. One shift here usually includes four people. And everybody has different jobs to fulfill, so most of the time, you're alone just doing your task. And my job is essential for the milking process, as it includes bringing the cows to the milking station and then back to their herds. And now on to the story. So as I've mentioned, I'm alone most of the time, just doing my thing, running around inside the farm. It's a restricted area, and we have signs up since it can be quite dangerous, but the gates are open to make work easier and for ventilation, so theoretically, everybody could walk in. Still, I was kind of surprised when I'm in the midst of literally shoveling cow dung when I met with a rather annoyed ahem behind me. 
I turn around, shovel still in my hand, and I see a woman, maybe in her mid-30s, standing before me, way too overdressed to be seen anywhere near a farm. She didn't look like she was on a casual walk with her family. At least, I wouldn't do one in those high heels she was wearing. She was looking at me rather angrily, and I immediately knew that this was probably the day I'd been waiting for. Although I never expected to be here, of all places. Before I could even so much as open my mouth, she already starts speaking in a very condescending tone to me. She says, Finally, I've been looking for someone to help me for ages. Why are none of you doing your job and being there when you're needed? Now at this, I was instantly annoyed with this woman because how dare she come in here and talk to me like that? And also, what job was she referring to because I for one was doing mine right at this moment and it was strictly timed. I tried to give her the benefit of the doubt and be nice and said, Sorry, if you're referring to the office in the front, there's usually no one since we're all here doing our job. What's the problem? Maybe I can help. I thought maybe she'd had a flat tire or something, and she needed help because I legitimately had no idea what someone dressed like her could want on a dairy farm. She then scoffs at me and says, Huh, unbelievable. You should be over there in case someone needs your help like I do. Anyway, your milk is too expensive. I say to her, I'm sorry, what? I said your milk is too expensive. I want a better price. Now, she was saying every word slowly and loudly as if she thought I was disabled or something. I then say to her, Oh, you're talking about the vending machine. Well, I'm sorry, but that's a fixed price. I can't change that, and in my opinion... The Karen then cuts me off and said, I didn't ask for your opinion. The milk is way cheaper at the supermarket, but my daughter wants to try fresh milk, so we drove here. You should really match the price at the supermarkets, or you're not gonna sell much. I say to her, ma'am, we're not a supermarket, we're selling the leftover fresh milk so it doesn't go to waste. She then cuts me off again and says, what? You're selling leftover milk? Ew. And to think, my daughter almost drank leftover milk. Now, for clarification, when I said leftover milk, I meant that it was fresh milk, as in barely out of the cow fresh, that we weren't able to sell to the company which collects our milk because they have fixed numbers. If we produce more milk than those numbers, then we have to throw it away. But with the vending machine, at least some of it still gets sold. If you want fresher milk than that, you'd have to milk the cow yourself right into the bottle. I start trying to explain this to the woman, but she immediately cuts me off again and says, No, 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 no. This is unacceptable. I will not, and my child will definitely not, drink old milk. And then the dreaded sentence came. She said, I want to speak to your manager. Now, I've already had enough of this, so I was more than happy to agree to get my manager, my grandma, and have her out of my hair. I just motioned for her to follow me, and I speed walked to the direction of the front office, while the lady was trying to keep up in her high heels without breaking her ankles. Now, our office is in another building, and the door closest to us was locked, so we had to walk around the building, across the parking lot, and through another entrance that happened to be right beside the boxes that we kept the newborn calves in. This was also the place where I met the before-mentioned daughter of the mom. The girl was maybe 10 years old, and she was happily watching the calves and she was petting them when we came into view. As soon as she saw her mom, she ran to her and starts excitedly jumping up and down saying, Mom, Mom, look at the cute calves. She then drags her mom over to the boxes, and she says, Look mom, it's so cute. I named her Emma. Can we keep her, please? 
Now, I expected the woman to maybe say something like, a cow is not a pet, or we don't have the space, or you don't know how to take care of a cow, but boy, was I wrong. Instead, the mom turns to me and asks, completely serious, how much are these? Now, although we do sell our male calves since they're no use to us, I for one wasn't sure how much exactly this calf was worth. And I'm also pretty sure that there's a registration process involved in owning a cow. And in no way, shape, or form am I authorized to just sell a calf like that. And on top of that, cows aren't exactly animals that you can just put in your yard and be done with. I tell her, I'm sorry, but I was then cut off again and she says, No, I asked you how much it is. Tell me. I tell her, ma'am, that's a cow, that's not a pet. She says, I know, but your milk is way too expensive anyways. Just sell me one of these if my daughter wants it, and we can have our own really, really fresh milk. At this point, I strongly considered just walking away, because there was no way this woman could be serious. She literally wanted to buy an animal that would grow up to be around 1.5 meters high and about 700 kilograms heavy, and strong enough to kill you if you handled them wrong. Not only that, but she also wants to buy a cow of a breed that needs to be milked twice a day because it produces as much milk as possible, which is around 30 to 50 liters at our farm. She wants all that because one euro per liter for fresh milk was apparently too much, and her daughter thought calves were really cute. Now they are, but that's not the point. Plus, you need to properly take care of them, feed them right, and just getting a calf won't give you instant milk. She has to grow up, get pregnant, give birth, etc. Now all around this, the woman would have to wait for another 24 to 28 months until her calf starts giving milk, and then repeat the process every year. Instead of telling her directly how stupid, time and money consuming this idea is, I decided to try the diplomatic way. I say to her, ma'am, I understand, but it's not that easy. I'm afraid I'm not able to. She then interrupts me again and says, then get me someone who's able to. I wanted to speak to your manager anyway. Why do you have to be such an incompetent worker? How old are you? 15? Children shouldn't talk back to adults. That's where I've had it, so I just blurted out the best thing I could think of at the time and said, I'm an adult. You should stop talking to me like that. I'm not obligated to help you, and in fact, we could sue you for trespassing on private property. She then says, How dare you threaten me? Learn some respect. I demanded to speak to your manager, and I will get you fired for this. As if she was called, my grandma then steps out of the building right at that moment, probably because she heard the commotion, and she says, What's going on here? The woman says, Good. Are you the manager of this place? Grandma replies, At the moment, yes. How can I help you? The Karen says, This worker of yours was incredibly rude. She threatened me and my daughter and refused to help us, and she even tried to assault me right before you came outside. I don't know what would have happened if you hadn't been on time. Now the woman was trying to squeeze some fake tears out at this point, quickly wiping them away with her finger before they could ruin her very thick layer of makeup. She then goes on and says, All we wanted to ask was if we could get the milk you're selling a little cheaper. And my daughter here really likes the calf over here, so we thought about buying it. My grandma was just silently listening to the woman's story with her arms crossed and eyebrow raised because she could smell the bullcrap from three miles away. My grandma then says to her, Ma'am, this is my granddaughter you're talking about, and I know for a fact that she wouldn't do any of that. So about the milk, I maybe would have helped you out if you hadn't just lied to my face, but now I kindly ask you to pay the full price as everybody else does. And the calf, I'm afraid I won't be able to sell it to you. At this, the woman loses it and says, This is outrageous. I'm a paying customer. I would pay for this calf. Why are you refusing? 
My daughter wants a cow, so she'll get a cow. Grandma then tells her that's a male calf. And the woman screams, you're lying. You just don't want to sell it to me because it's pretty. My grandma then silently pointed to the big male symbol on the side of the box, clearly labeling it as a boy. At this point, the woman huffs and mumbles something about stupid uneducated people from the countryside and how she'll never come back here again, which I would also really appreciate. The little girl was whining loudly about her Emma while mom was dragging her back to their expensive looking car. And grandma and I watched them drive away before having a good laugh about the whole story. So Opie does post a picture of Emma right here. And that, my friends, brings us to another end of our slash entitled people. Guys, I hope you enjoyed the stories today. If you did, leave a thumbs up. And if you missed the last episode on the channel, a Karen moves next door to OP and causes all sorts of trouble, like stealing everything from her. Check it out if you haven't. And myself and Stevie Boy will see you guys in the next one. We love you. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.